All right, guys. So today we have a debate for you that we've kind of touched on before, but this time it's going to be from a different angle. And, you know, we all love to talk about this in the real estate field, these short-term rentals. All right. So let me tell you something. They're dead. Short-term <laughs> rentals are dead. And I've been trying to explain to Joey why, but of course, as a short-term rental guy, he's got his pros, but then we're going to dig into that a little bit today. Hey guys, welcome to Uncommon State of Mind, where we debate different ways to leverage your next investment to create time freedom, legacy impact, and generational wealth in order to live that uncommon life. But to do that, you must be uncommon. My name is Joey, aka Mr. J. Mace. And I'm AD, also known as AD the Fly Realtor. Hey. All right, guys. So today we have a debate for you that we've kind of touched on before, but this time it's going to be from a different angle. And, you know, we all love to talk about this in the real estate field, these short-term rentals. All right. So let me tell you something. They're dead. Short-term <laughs> rentals are dead. And I've been trying to explain to Joey why. But of course, as a short-term rental guy, he's got his pros. But then we're going to dig into that a little bit today. Um, first of all, my first point here is short-term rentals are dead because you can easily look at the numbers from 2020 and 2021 and see that they have drastically fallen since then. So that's my number one. Like numbers aren't even the same as the I'm mad. I'm mad that you, this is the problem with everybody that talks about everybody got a problem. This is the the issue, bro. Everybody wants to compare their numbers to 2020 and 2021. Everybody does. You know why? Because there's a huge boom uh, and, and, and people actually listing out short-term rentals during that time, because it was such a popular topic of discussion during that time, Airbnb went public as well. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of factors that, that can, that you can see that drove to that growth. You know what I'm saying? But <clears throat> you have to understand during that time, the, the pandemic, like when it first started, there was, you know, everything shut down. Right, right. Nobody was allowed to go anywhere. Nobody was allowed to do anything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the second that those, uh, those orders, what were they called? The freaking, um, they home orders. They home orders lifted. There was so much pent up demand that everybody was trying to get out of the house. They didn't care where they, where they stayed. You know what I'm okay. saying? I get it. <laughs> so that makes sense. So like when people tried to say like, oh, look, you like short term rentals are doing, they're, they're horrible. Look at the numbers back then and look at them now. Well, to be honest with you, 2020 and 2021 were anomaly years because of that pent-up demand. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So anomaly years. If you really want to like get your data straight, you know what I'm saying? I was actually listening to STR Data Labs and he had uh he had the owner from Hostaway on and I and uh, I was like, man, this is this is like awesome points. Like if you want to like look at how the short-term rental market was doing, you have to go back to 2019 numbers. You know what I'm saying? Well, 2019, that was the last year before things got, you know, before the pandemic hit. Okay. So that was the last year of like regular business being ran before the pandemic hit. And during that time, travel was at its all-time high in 2019. Okay. It's all-time high. So during those 2020 and 2020, or sorry, 2020 and 2021 years, um, it exploded even more because of the pent-up demand, right? Okay. But get that. mind you, like 2019, prior to it being a pandemic, 
best years for travel, best years for, for, for hotel and lodging. You know what I'm saying? All right. I get that, but it doesn't trouble you at all that, you know, when the economic landscape shifted, so did people spending as far as short-term rental. What do you mean by that exactly? Like, so what I'm trying to say is that maybe short-term rentals aren't that recession-proof of an investment strategy because, uh, like you said, when, uh, uh, 2019, uh, record-breaking travel numbers, but then things changed a little, and then people just stopped. Well, no, see, well, no. So, twenty nineteen was record-breaking travel numbers. Now, twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one, it it blew up. It doubled those numbers because of the pent-up demand. Okay. Now, if we look to now, my twenty third uh, twenty twenty three, which is you know post the pandemic and post those those stay-at-home orders. Uh, numbers have obviously went down, but they're still almost double, even maybe triple what they were in 2019 when it was a regular year. So what you're saying is that, yeah, if we compare apples to apples, regular year to regular year, yeah. this is right in line with that. Exactly. But then it's not going to be as high as the pandemic. Exactly. Listening to other operators and actually going back and, and uh, observing the data from back in the days, you know, 2019, 2018 to now, yeah, the, the numbers have, have doubled. And you know, if we're talking about like uh, ref par and we're talking about uh, average daily rates and things like that. And, they, and can you please, for the sorry. audience, <laughs> uh, let us know our as non STR <laughs> what ref par is? So ref par is just um, revenue per available listing. Um, you know, what I mean, uh, that's that's out on on the market, you know, how much revenue it's pulling in. And then uh, ADR uh, average daily rate is like what, you know, what somebody would actually charge for staying at their place for a single night and like how those numbers fluctuate uh per 30 days or or or, or um per how often you want to you know check your data or whatever so actually that for the most part so like uh looking at that it's kind of you know that's a that's a, a heavy indicator on you know where the market is going like it's not 2020 2021 explosion you know what i'm saying and growth mass growth uh post pandemic and and you know post at home orders it's still growing it's just growing at a slower rate you know what i'm saying and since it's growing at a slower rate uh, i'm talking about like the short-term rental market in general people are now you know especially if you started back in 2020 or 2019 like me i started in 2019 so of course i was this is why i did so much research uh just to learn about this in general myself because i'm like okay like my numbers have changed, but like, you know, what I've only been in business since 2019. So what are the, what are the trends for this business? You know what I mean? And what are the, what were the numbers in the past for this business and what were people doing before? And, um, you know, once I got a, a larger macro scope of my industry of the short-term rental industry, I was like, okay, you know, we're, we're, we're good. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, okay. I mean, I get that. Good, uh, good little rebuttal. <laughs> but you know, another thing I've noticed about the short-term rental industry is that now at this point, every um, every person who has an extra bedroom or can find a way to hustle another unit or something of the sort thinks that they can just like hop on Airbnb and start making money. So. I I haven't looked at the numbers personally, but I 
I fully believe and I feel like with 100% certainty, there's way more people, you know, trying to do short-term rentals. Yeah. So I like one thing I know about increase in competition, that's basic economics. That usually means numbers go down. Right. So then how is it that you're going to deal with this increased competition in what, for the most part, an industry that's considered luxury? Right. So, and that's the thing, like, yeah, there's definitely increased competition. And I'm glad that you said that because that circles back to my point that the industry is still growing. As a matter of fact, shared on um, uh, SRD Labs, uh, I think Airbnb, um, they, their numbers have grown 20% year over year, and that hasn't stopped just yet. You know what I'm saying? Okay. So with that being said, yeah, there's going to be more operators on the uh, in the market. There's going to be more competition. And that's partially what's you know, when people are looking at ADRs and rep pars, that's partially what's bringing those numbers down is the fact that there's increased supply uh, in the market. But this is where you need to, as an operator, niche down to who you are trying to serve best. Right. Um, for me, it is business travelers, uh, because I know that no matter what, uh, if you you have to travel for work, you need places to stay. You know what I'm saying? So our our units are geared towards uh business travelers specifically like we make sure we have printers in our in our uh, locations we make sure that there's a dedicated work workspace in our location you know what i mean like uh we try to really uh cater to them because that's our niche market uh and i guess that's the best advice i can give to anybody who's looking to who's in short-term rentals and is just like over here just has a place that's just on there you you really need to figure out who you're trying to serve or else you're not going to know uh, exactly where your revenue is coming from consistently. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. So uh, one other thing about niching down, uh, you might have mentioned this, but it gives you a target a target um, like set of people right. uh, market toward. Exactly. So it does make a bit of a difference. That goes for all business ventures, really. And to be honest with you, like, one thing I do like about having more competition uh, for short-term rentals and having more, uh, a little bit more saturation is the fact that in order for you to survive now, you really need to be professional. <laughs> you really need to, you really need to establish a brand when people stay with you. You, you need to establish, uh, you know, some sort of uh, brand recognition uh, so that people can be like, you know what, I, I can stay at these other places, but when I stay with these particular people, I know that I'm always going to have these amenities. I know that I'm always going to get responded to in this amount of time, like, and creating that is going to, you know, it's going to grow your business because that, you know, that pretty much gives you that, uh, that stream of returning guests and referrals, depending if you are, are just on the OTAs, then of course it's going to be a little harder. But if you can, if you have your own like, you know, website and you can like operate through referrals, you can get more direct bookings than just relying on these OTAs. And that's what every operator wants because you don't have to pay those service fees, right? And you save more money and you get to price what you want. It's uh, that's the way to go. Right, right. Okay. So you. You feel like you debunked uh, the pandemic versus now no. I know I debunked. You feel like you debunked the, uh, or you have an explanation for the increase in competition. But one thing you really don't have an answer for is the heavy, heavy, heavy attack on STRs 
from the hotel industry. Okay. You know, this is something that I, being in the, you know, real estate industry, I hear about regularly. Hotels are coming for you guys and they're coming hard and they're spending a lot of money to do it. So how is it that you combat that? Well, the thing is, they've they've been coming for us since the beginning of this bad boy. Like since since I've gotten into short term rentals, they I got into it hearing about the hotels coming for us. <laughs> <So> like, <laughs> I'm like, before you get in, hotel hate y'all. So just know that. Go ahead and do your thing. So so uh, you know, I've been ready for that uh and been working around that for for a time for you know, since I've started. And to be honest with you, I think the biggest the biggest um, hurdle that the hotel industry can actually like really deploy upon us really is is just making sure the laws uh, favor them when it comes to uh, regulation of right. short term of like, uh, you know, regulation of short term rentals. You know what I'm saying? Like, OK, uh, we want to make sure you guys are licensed or there's there's just different rules and regulations per city. So that, that's one of the things like they can't control everywhere. Per city, like you know, what I'm saying they they try to really influence the the um the laws prohibiting uh, short term rentals. But the thing is, like with this industry, is like it's one of those things that like since it's like the internet, bro. It's like okay, the internet is here. It is revolutionary. There's gonna be pushback because it's changed. It's different. It causes competition. Um, but it's so valuable that it's going to spread. Like no matter what everybody's going to have some sort of internet presence. So like, no matter what, no matter how much you push back against it, it's going to be, you know what I'm saying? That's what short-term rentals is. It's pretty much, it started and, you know, people are able, it it helps the economy in so many ways. People who have extra homes and extra places to stay can actually leverage that and make money off of it. The uh, government can tax it, you know what I'm saying? And that's the most important thing when it comes to something that's new is the government first needs to figure out the best way to tax it. Once that happens, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 a free for all. You know what I'm saying? But um, where people look at regulations as something bad and to like be scared of, it actually in in a lot of ways is actually good because then it becomes a little bit more mainstream, and it also weeds out the operators who just are doing this for play play. Yeah, you know I mean, like they're like, I gotta do. I gotta go look at what and register for. Huh? I'm not doing this anymore. It weeds yeah. those guys out, and it and it it pretty much allows the professionals, uh, the space to succeed. You know what I mean? Okay, I get that. I get that. Okay. Building so <laughs> his case for short term rentals. Uh, there you have it. You know, uh, he has an explanation for why the numbers are down since the pandemic. He's got an explanation for uh, the increased competition, and then also. He has a, re- a response for the attack from the hotel industry. Yeah, man. Uh, that's what we covered today. But go ahead and hit us in the comments with any other reasons why you may know or think of to not get into STRs because we all know long term rentals are the way to go. Joey just hasn't figured it out. Y'all, y'all look, look, long term rentals. They're oh, they're tried and true. They're great. But if you if you're looking for that cash flow, OK, I'm talking cash flow. And and cash flow owning the asset, you know what I'm saying? Don't don't get don't get me started on this. Don't get me started on this. owning the asset. Don't get me started. Got the hotels on your ass. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. What's up, guys? And today's B for the day is a little bit off the cuff. I need you to be the type of person who finds a reason why something can work instead of 
finding reasons why it can't. Because anybody, I, there's so much more negativity in this world than there is positivity. You're going to find the majority of people telling you why something isn't going to work or why it's going to go wrong or all the possibilities of something not working. You know what I'm saying? And that could deter people from actually going out there and accomplishing something because they're just so afraid of failure. You know what I'm saying? And to, to be honest with you, all you need to do is find one reason why it can and run with it and run with it. Um, if you're able to do that and block out the noise, that's where character is built. That's where successful habits are built. You know, that's where you become the person that's able to handle uh, the success when you get to it. You know what I'm saying? So be the reason why it works. Hey, all right. You heard of the man. Be the reason why it works. Be you and be uncommon. Till next time. Uncommon a State of Mind was hosted by my best friend, Joey, and myself, AD. Two guys who started at the back of the queue in real estate. And now we want to give back by showing others the way to get in through the front door. Feeling inspired and looking to get your investment portfolio up and running so you can join the party in style? Hit us up at info at uncommonestateofmind.com and we can start talking. If you enjoy the show, please spread the word and show some love in the ratings so we could climb those charts together. Until next time, be uncommon.